You're listening to Comedy Central. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Well, hello! What's going on, everybody? I'm Trevor Noah, and this is The Daily Social Distancing Show. Today is Monday, April 26th, and yes, we are back, baby. We were off the air last week, so I could finally get some spring cleaning done, and you know, it is amazing what you discover when you actually clean your place. Like, I found a piece of bat jerky in my couch, which is insane, because the last time I had bat jerky was, like, end of 2019, maybe early... Uh Uh-oh. Anyway, coming up on tonight's show, we catch up on our favorite moments from the Oscars. Michael Costa takes a close look at feet and why India's corona problem could soon become everyone's corona problem. So let's do this, people. Welcome to The Daily Social Distancing Show. From Trevor's couch in New York City to your couch somewhere in the world, this is The Daily Social Distancing Show with Trevor Noah. Ears edition. Let's kick things off with the Oscars, the biggest night of the year for Hollywood and for people who manufacture red carpets. Now, despite the pandemic shaking everything up, the Oscars pulled off a lot of cool moments last night. I mean, we got to see an award show in a train station, right? We saw Regina King get her steps in, and we even got to see Glenn Close audition to be in Cardi B's next video. But we also got a lot of history made last night. Chloe Zhao became the first woman of color to win Best Director. Yu Jung Yoon was the first Korean actor to win an award. And Daniel Kaluuya, my friend, became the first person to get an Oscar and a beatdown from his mama on the same night. And the Oscar goes to Daniel Kaluuya, Judas and the We're enjoying ourselves tonight because we've got to celebrate. We've got to celebrate life, man. We're breathing, we're walking. It's incredible. It's incredible. Like, it's incredible. My mom, my dad, they had sex. It's amazing. Like, do you know what I'm saying? I'm here. You know what I mean? So, I'm so happy to be alive. So, I'm going to celebrate that tonight. Ah, 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 ah. Did this guy just say sex in front of his African mother? Yo, let me tell you something. Forget saying my parents had sex. Just to say sex in front of African parents will be instantly rewarded by an ass-whooping of monumental proportions, people. You can't be saying sex in front of African parents. In fact, I'm sure the only reason she didn't whip Daniel's ass right there was just because there were too many white people in attendance. She was probably sitting there like, <laughs> hey, when we get home, Daniel, mm-mm-mm. I'm telling you guys now, man, that's the only reason Black parents won't beat you in public. 
My mom would look around and she'd be like, two, three, four, five, six. She's like, mm, just one too many for you. In fact, that's the only reason I'm staying in America, people. Yeah, all the white people here make me feel safe. Because if I go home, my mom is gonna beat me because she sent me to the shop to buy bread. But instead I bought a lollipop. Mommy, please. But actually, you know guys, if you ask me, I think this is the future of award shows, right? Forget agents and managers in the crowd. Bah, I wanna see parents, yeah. I wanna see Brad Pitt's dad holding up his embarrassing baby photos in the bathtub. I wanna see Emma Stone's mom lick her thumb and then wipe off her little girl's cheek while she's on stage. I wanna see The Rock's mom heckling him from the crowd like, he looks tough now, but he wet the bed until he was 19. But let's turn now from movies to America's other favorite form of entertainment, gender reveal parties. And unlike the Oscars, here's one that ended with a bang. A large explosion in New Hampshire that shook multiple towns is being blamed on a gender reveal party. The sound of the blast was captured on a doorbell camera. Some residents thought it was an earthquake. One even reported damage to her home, but police say it was 80 pounds of explosives detonated on Tuesday. Police say the man set them off in a quarry because he thought it would be safe. Fortunately, nobody was hurt. Officials are still trying to figure out what charges the man might face. All right. Listen, people, if you find out that you're having a baby and your first response is to set off 80 pounds of explosives, you probably shouldn't be having a baby. Plus, do these parents ever think about how high you are setting the expectations for your child when you set off 80 pounds of explosives to announce their arrival? I mean, guys, even Jesus didn't get an explosion. He just got some weird dudes delivering spices. But now these days, parents are like, frankincense might be good enough for the son of God, but my Brayden deserves the best. But I will say this, man. I don't judge anybody who has a gender reveal party, especially when it goes wrong. There's so many things that can go wrong at a gender reveal. In fact, I had a gender reveal and whew, man, it happened to me. Good morning, everybody. And welcome to my gender reveal party. All right, here we go. Ew, gross. Yeah, apparently you're only supposed to do it for a child. But no one tells me this. I don't know where the rules are. All right, and finally, you might remember from your history textbooks that there was an attempt to overthrow the US government back in the year January. And the latest arrest in the Capitol insurrection comes from a poor guy just trying to make a love connection. Authorities say they have the dating app Bumble to thank for the arrest of a man accused in the siege at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. Robert Chapman allegedly told a woman that he met on Bumble that he stormed the Capitol and made it all the way to Sanctuary Hall. The woman replied, we are not a match. And then she notified the FBI Chapman is charged with trespassing and disorderly conduct on restricted government property. This has to be the craziest thing I have ever ever heard. Someone actually told the truth on a dating app? That's wild. I actually wonder how that guy brought it up. You know, the fact that he stormed the Capitol. Like, how do you, how do you work that into your game? You know, does he come right out with it? Or does, does he wait until she opens the door? Hey, don't I recognize you from somewhere? Yeah, girl, you might've seen me on TV hitting a cop with a flagpole. You know, freedom. But yeah, man, props to this woman. She wasn't messing around. She turned that dude into the FBI, which is a hell of a swipe left. And it shows that clearly this woman has not been single that long. 
Because, I mean, let's be honest, people, after a few years of trying to date online, you know, stuff like overthrowing the government, well, that stops being a deal breaker for some people. Well, I mean, he stormed the Capitol, but he's really sweet and he bought me flowers, so we're gonna go to Chili's this Friday night for a date. Yeah, they said they're fully booked, but he says he can get us in one way or another. But let's move on now to our main story, the coronavirus pandemic. You know, the reason we're all saying, this feels so amazing when we have lunch with two friends. So let's check in on the latest developments in another episode of Keeping Up With Corona. As of now, 95 million Americans are fully vaccinated against COVID, which I don't care what anybody says is amazing. Americans are getting their shots almost as fast as Americans are getting shots. But the bad news is America might be running out of people who are interested in saving their own life. There are growing signs that the nation's vaccination program is losing some steam nationwide. The average rate of vaccinations is down roughly 20% in the last two weeks. Some states are starting to actually turn down shipments of the vaccine because they have more supply than demand. In Arkansas, 17 counties are cutting back. A number of mass vaccination sites in Texas are closing, and more than half of the counties in Kansas have turned down vaccine shipments because they'll go unused. All of this comes amid new reports that more than 5 million Americans, or about 8% who got the first shot of either Pfizer or Moderna vaccine, missed getting the second shot. Okay, I, I mean, <laughs> this is just weird to me, people. You're seriously gonna wait this long for a vaccine, take half the doses, and then just bail? Getting half the vaccine isn't good enough. I mean, it's the same reason that Trojan discontinued their crop top line of condoms. It just doesn't work as well. And please, don't get me wrong. I, I don't like the framing where it's like, oh, this is doom and gloom, 8%. No, 92% of the people getting their second dose on time, that's still really impressive. But the bigger problem is that demand for the vaccine in America overall is falling. I mean, just a few weeks ago, we were all scrambling for appointments. Refresh, refresh, refresh. Now you can pick up Moderna shots in the two-for-one bin at a Walmart. And I don't know, maybe the problem is that people like things that are new and now the vaccine doesn't feel new anymore. Maybe what we need is a rebrand. Start calling it the Vaccine Pro S. Change the color. And then people will be lining up around the block. So, America finds itself now having so much vaccine supply that it doesn't know what to do with it. And this is a really unique situation when you look at the rest of the world because many countries have barely any vaccines at all. And for them, the pandemic is worse than ever before. And no place is in worse shape right now than India. Tonight, what officials in India call a tsunami of coronavirus cases is fast becoming a global catastrophe. For the third day in a row, the country shattering world records. More than 345,000 cases reported in the last 24 hours. Nearly one million in the last three days alone. An aggressive mutant variant, no match for the country's underfunded medical system. Hospitals are turning patients away for lack of oxygen, medicine, and beds. While India's official death toll at under 200,000 is still only one-third that of the U.S., Indian funeral workers say the true number of casualties is far higher. The black market is now thriving. To give you some idea, a tank of oxygen was about $80 before the pandemic. They're now going for more than $1,000. Yeah, people, things are really dire in India right now. Countless people are dying. The hospital system is collapsing and oxygen is going for $1,000 on the black market. 
That is so much money. Like, I'm surprised people aren't out there mugging scuba divers. And the really sad part about this crisis is that it could have been avoided if India's government hadn't taken their eye off the ball. Only two months ago, it looked like India had avoided the worst. The government relaxed rules, even allowed a huge Hindu festival just a few weeks ago. In recent months, even as cases rose, Prime Minister Narendra Modi hosted huge political rallies, flouted social distancing, and allowed mass gatherings. Thousands of people have been taking to Twitter with trending hashtags like resign Modi, super spreader Modi. And the reason is because Prime Minister Modi's ruling political party has been holding rallies. The government of Narendra Modi has contacted Twitter to censor some of the tweets uh, that have been highly critical of his government's mishandling of this second wave. And interestingly, Twitter complied, uh, removing some of these tweets. Okay, you know things are getting bad when a leader's response to criticism of his failures is to try and shut down the criticism, not the failures. We've got to stop the spread of these mean tweets about me. Honestly, you know who must be so jealous of Modi right now? Donald Trump. Yeah, because Modi's got it on lock. He got Twitter to censor his enemies. He's out here holding huge rallies in the middle of a pandemic. And he's even got the skin tone that Trump has been trying to get for years. And look, maybe Modi thought there were good reasons to let crowds gather indoors, but I'll say it again. The virus does not care why you're gathering. It's still coming to get you. But look, regardless of how it got there, India is in a really, really bad place right now. And it needs help from the rest of the world before things get even worse. Thankfully, the United States has stepped up to grudgingly answer the call. Tonight, a global response to the COVID crisis ravaging India. As the U.S. pledges immediate medical aid, including drug treatments, rapid diagnostic COVID-19 testing kits, ventilators, PPE, oxygen supplies, and ingredients for producing vaccines. The United States is partially lifting a ban on exports of the materials needed to make coronavirus vaccines in India. The move is an abrupt policy change for the Biden administration, which had previously denied the request to allow the exports, claiming their focus was on vaccinating Americans. The United States' first answer when this was discussed last week was, well, America comes first. That's what we heard from the State Department. The United States, first and foremost, uh, is engaged in an ambitious and effective and so far successful effort uh, to vaccinate uh, the American people. Okay. Yeah, this is good. Look, I'm, I'm glad to see America sending something to the rest of the world that doesn't have the name of the wrong Super Bowl winner printed on it, but I still feel like America could be doing a lot more. I mean, just today, just today, America announced that it would start sharing its massive stockpile of millions of doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine, which, by the way, America has been sitting on for months, even though it doesn't need it. Doesn't need it, but just has it. So America's basically treating these vaccines like it was the old can of pumpkin puree in the back of the cabinet. I mean, you knew you were never gonna use it, but you still held on to it way longer than you should, because maybe, just maybe one day, someone will be like, I'm dying, I need pumpkin puree, ha ha got some in the back of my cabinet. And, and don't get me wrong. I know that a country's priority has to be looking after its own people, but don't forget that it makes America safer when corona is under control in the rest of the world. Because the more corona has time to run wild, we've seen the more opportunity it has to mutate and become more deadly. And trust me, if a bad mutation emerges, it's gonna come to America.
Corona spreads through respiratory droplets. And when have you ever met someone who took a trip to India and didn't shut up about it? So look, we need to remember that until everyone is immune, the job is always gonna be only half done. You know, it's kind of like only getting your first shot. It helps, but the job's not complete. So America really needs to start helping the rest of the world now. Or it can start saving up for those $1,000 tanks of oxygen. All right, when we come back, Michael Costa figures out America's problem with feet. You don't want to miss it. Has your Disney World experience been ruined by wokeness? Then come to the Problemagic Kingdom, the family theme park where nothing gets canceled. Racist, sexist, too backwards for even an NFL logo? If it melts liberal snowflakes, you'll find it at the Problemagic Kingdom. Say goodbye Tomorrowland and hello Yesterdayland, where the Hall of Presidents still celebrates the Confederacy. Yeehaw! And be sure to reserve a magic breakfast with all your favorite canceled characters like Pepe Le Pew, Gina Carano from The Mandalorian, and Scott Rudin. Just watch out for flying food. Buy your tickets now to the Problemagic Kingdom. Harriet Tubman 20 is not accepted. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount+, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year 
at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Welcome back to the Daily Social Distancing Show. Every once in a while, an ordinary person goes above and beyond to change the world. Tonight, Michael Costa has found one of those persons for another episode of Thank Me Later. Hi, I'm Michael Costa. Feet. They aren't just the most searched term in my browser history, they're also how we measure things. But did you know that America has two different foot measurements? It's a problem that started decades ago and until now had gone unsolved. Let's start off with a quick history lesson about America's foot problem. In the 19th century, a hot new trend was sweeping across Europe, the metric system. It was so popular that it successfully made the jump to America, like Ed Sheeran. In 1866, Congress passed the U.S. Metric Act, which recognized the foot not as some British arbitrary measurement like the length of Her Majesty's royal middle finger, but as an exact number based on the metric system, with one foot equal to 1,200 divided by 3,937 of a meter. And in 1893, the Mendenhall Order formally makes that the legal definition of a foot. Measurement nerds, or feet creeps as I call them, wanted an exact number, which would help industrial machines make standardized parts that are the exact same length everywhere in the world. So in 1959, the U.S. redefined the foot to international standards, making it exactly .3048 of a meter. This becomes known as the international foot, and it is just slightly shorter than the old 1893 foot. And I know what you're thinking. So America has two foot measurements. Big deal. I couldn't agree more. Why does it even matter? Having two feet for measuring things is really uncool. Meet Dr. Dennis. He works with the National Geodetic Survey as a geodesist. Geodesist? I'm a geodesist. A geodesy is the science behind uh, mapping, surveying, and navigation. And I kept running into this problem with the different versions of the foot. You're basically a foot doctor, right? Or, excuse me, a feet doctor. Not, not quite that. No, we won't well, say that. Because I was going to ask you, because I've been jogging and I have in my right foot. Oh, I, I think that's outside my area of expertise, but I appreciate you asking. Okay. So what is the foot problem that you're experiencing? There are two versions of the foot in current use in the United States. One foot is older than the other one, and it's a little bit longer than the other one. And people mix them up, and surveyors mix them up, and it causes problems. Two different feet. Okay. How different are these feet? They are not very different. Two parts per million. That is about an eighth of an inch per mile. What? It's almost nothing. So why did I take my Tuesday afternoon to even talk with you? Why does it matter? Once you get to a million feet, the difference is two feet. Now you're talking about a pretty big difference. And what was happening is people would go to a location on the ground that was off by several feet. This is a nuisance. And in some cases, more than a nuisance. Right. No, and this stuff actually makes a difference. It really does. This needs to be changed. You're a scientist. You want to fix problems. You want to find solutions. So what are you doing about it? I'm glad you put me on the spot because I take it seriously and I am doing something about it. Now, one large group of surveyors called the National Society of Professional Surveyors, NSPS, that represents all the surveyors throughout the United States. I decided to go speak to them directly and I gave a presentation, wow. gave them all the history and all that. 
And I didn't know if they would throw tomatoes at me or what, but once they heard the whole story, they bought in. The date of deprecation for the U.S. survey foot is December 31st, 2022. Wow. You did it. We did it. What can Americans do to prepare for this big change? Should I set my clock back? What will the new temperature be? I assume all units of measurement are, are connected, right? It might seem like kind of a letdown, but the average American's not going to notice anything. Okay, so great. I can still brag to people about having a foot long. Yeah, you, absolutely. You won't have to qualify. Oh, I meant an international foot long. You can just say foot long. Okay, great, because I have a small penis, but there's a foot long. Okay, and I won't comment on that last thing. That's okay. Okay, uh, Mr. Foot Doctor, based on this achievement, did you get any accolades, any acknowledgement? Um, nothing formal, just um, said that I did a good job, no, no other recognition. Well, guess what? That's about to change. Did you receive a package from us recently? I did indeed, just a couple of days ago. Something I was thrilled to get. Can you show that to the camera, please? This is it. I'm going to hold it up in a way that everyone can hopefully see. Isn't that beautiful? Look at that. Look at that foot. Isn't that lovely? And I have to say, I am extremely pleased with the trophy. It'll be in a prominent place forever at our home. Dr. Michael Dennis, the measurement hero who set the record straight by taking America's feet into his own hands. I'm Michael Costa. You can thank me later. Thank you so much for that, Michael. All right, when we come back, the amazing rapper Vic Mensa will be joining me on the show to talk about his brand new EP. Stick around. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Welcome back to The Daily Social Distancing Show. My guest tonight is rapper and activist Vic Mensa. He's here to talk about his recent trip to Africa, his new EP, and his personal message for Joe Biden. Vic Mensa. Welcome to the Daily Social Distancing Show. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, man. The last time you were on the show, we were in Chicago. We were in your home city. And then now, every day I see you on Instagram and you're in 
South Africa and I feel like you stole my country from me. You like you like living. I can't travel. I can't go there. I can't come back. And then like you just out there living my best life. I, f- I feel like you you've just stolen you my changed, dream. And what's going on? You changed your hair, so I'm over there telling them that I'm you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they like the accent. My accent isn't all the way lining up, but you know, I was I was getting somewhere. I, you know, I, I was getting some privilege as you. Tell me a little bit about that, man. What 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 inspired you to go on this trip? Well, you know, I went to Ghana in January, and um, I've just been on a kind of pan African mission, you know what I'm saying? And thinking a lot about connecting Black people here in America with Black people on the continent of Africa. And so I went to Ghana because that's where my family is. And then I got the opportunity to go to South Africa. And um, I mean, it was amazing. You know, it was it was very interesting in that there was such extreme wealth and people living lavishly in a way that I don't think I've even seen this year other than there and then there was on the flip side a depth of abject poverty right townships and people living in shacks you know mm-hmm. tin walls tin roof um and these things are next door to each other you know right. um so that, that that was striking but then also just the the culture the rich the richness of the culture was inspiring and beautiful and you know the languages it's like 11 languages and people speaking Kosa and Zulu and I'm trying to find I'm trying to figure out you got out. a good click man you, you got like a really that? good click I, I was impressed with that normally people normally people get stuck there they'll be like and and they were speaking Kosa <laughs> you just that was that was a nice click Vic you know I was listening man that's the thing I was, I was trying to soak soak it up I, you, you looked like you were having a good time, and, and I feel like your music, um, your music shows that. You've got a new EP out right now that's getting rave reviews, iTape. I'd love to know why you thought now was the right time and where you found the inspiration. Yeah, so this iTape is a part of a three-part series. Um, the V-tape, iTape, and then, you know, the eventual C-tape. Um, and this was largely inspired by what transpired in 2020. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I'm in Chicago. I just moved back to Chicago when I started doing this series of EPs. And it's going to come together as one, you know, fully realized project. And I just moved back to Chicago. And then the world is set on fire. And there's riots on 47th Street on the south side and buildings being burned and things that haven't happened since the 60s when Martin Luther King was assassinated. And... Uh, and so that just found its way into my music, you know? And so I was writing about that and writing about stories of friends of mine that um, are incarcerated, who, you know, have been a big part of my life. Right. And, and, and you know, that, that, that formed the basis of kind of the thematic structure. It, it ended up being really about freedom, you know? It's, it's, it's not just freedom, but it's, it's the lack of freedom. You know, when you're talking about the prison system and you're talking about people unfairly incarcerated and you're talking about how unfairly people get punished and kept in that carceral system, some people would just sing about that in the music. Some people would rap about that in the music. Vic Mensa takes that, and I see you in the streets doing stuff. I see you going and bailing people out, giving them opportunities. I see you staging, you know, peaceful protests and walks and, and, and gathering people and having sleep-ins. What makes you so um, inspired, I think, to go beyond just the music, which is a powerful message, but go like, I'm gonna take this into the streets as well. 
You know, I had an experience when I was making this project that informed a song on there called Musa. It was one of the most moving experiences of my life in that I was able to help a friend of mine who was convicted um, and sentenced to 25 years when he was 14 years old. When the pandemic started, you know, I threw a shot in the dark. He asked me if I could help him get his clemency in front of the governor. And I was able to to help him push that across the finish line. And he came home 12 years early. And um, and it just changed, it changed the way I look at life because it made me realize that, um, you know, first of all, my power, my own power is intrinsically as a person. And also um, that having, having the faith and belief to see what seems impossible, you know, right. fruition is, is what's necessary. And so I find myself doing things in the real world because these are the relationships that are important to me. These are the people I spend time around. You know, I might be in South Africa pretending to be Trevor Noah, you know, for like <laughs> three weeks, you know. But most of the time I'm in Chicago and I'm, I'm surrounded by people that are working, you know, nine to five jobs or trapping or right, you know, right, right. streets. And it's like, those are the people whose stories I speak. And those are the people that I'm speaking for and whose lives are closest to me. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. What do you what do you think it is about Chicago that 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 gives us so many of like some of the most conscious rappers? Like there seems to be an essence to Chicago rap that goes beyond just making the music. What do you think it is about Chicago that inspires that? Chicago's got a history of just revolutionaries, you know? Uh, I think that Kugler and that entire team, they they showcased that well in that Many people may not be familiar with the story of Chairman Fred Hampton mm-hmm. and, you know, that that strong history of just revolutionary action in Chicago. And I think on top of that, Chicago is also not a place full of industry. So differing from New York or L.A., you don't have the film industry. You don't have the music industry largely. It's, it's like a blue-collar city. And, right. and also, Chicago is is an acute representation of hoods around America because of what happened with the public housing. Chicago was the, was the biggest public housing experiment in America, you know, stacking poor people on top of each other like sardines in a can and created an extremely segregated city that when they tore down those projects has largely contributed to the streets being in turmoil. But then it's also got history you know, of revolutionary action. So I think that we always had a perspective to to be able to analyze what's happening and the way that we express it like a journalist is, you know, through our body. Right, right, right. Yeah, man, you, 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 you've always inspired me, Vic. And one of my favorite um, pieces from you wasn't in fact in music, it was an op-ed that you wrote. Um, and it was, it was essentially, you know, addressed to President Joe Biden where you said, you know, one of the biggest debts, and I paraphrase you, one of the biggest debts he has right now is to make right what happened to black communities because of COVID. Before I let you go, talk me through a little bit about that and, and why you feel it's important, not just for you to speak out, but for the government to actually look at people who were impacted in the worst ways because of COVID, because it amplified what already existed in America. That's the thing about, about a situation like COVID is that the structure is set for black people to be damaged more by any storm that hits America. We're the ones that are most likely to be left in the cold. 
And, you know, Joe Biden, he he owes us on a lot of levels, though, because we put him in power. You know, it was in Atlanta and in, in Georgia and the South, across the nation. Black people right. put Biden in power. And um, so he he owes us. He owes us on many levels. Um, and I want him to remember that. Don't forget that because we ain't forgot it. And, you know, um, no, you really inspired me too, Trevor, because uh, the idea of being African-American, I love, I just I always go back to that special of yours, the African-American, because although, uh, you know, we come from different sides of the globe, I have that same experience, you know, of being like right, right. In, in the most literal sense of the word, an African-American, you right. know? And I, that's why I put so much, um, I put so much emphasis on our our collaboration because it's like black people in South Africa, in Soweto, in Ghana, in Chicago, in Atlanta, we all are facing a common enemy, you know, and our unity expands our possibility. Yeah, man, I appreciate you in that, man. It's, 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 it's like Daniel said last night at the Oscars, which I really loved, he said, in, you know, instead of allowing them to divide and conquer, you figure out how to unite and ascend. And then mm. that hit me, you know. So I appreciate you, my dude. Thank you for taking the time. Congrats on an amazing Thank you for EP. Me, man. I'm I'm excited to enjoy the I tape and then we wait for the C tape until I see you next time, my friend. Yes, sir. Thank you, brother. All right. Peace. All right, Vic. Don't forget, everybody, I tape is available right now. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, but we'll be right back after this. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/slash the shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Well, that's our show for tonight. But before we go, 
please consider supporting an organization called One Tree Planted. They're a nonprofit charity focused on global reforestation. Just last year, they planted over 10 million trees worldwide to create a healthier climate and protect biodiversity around the globe. So if you want to help them restore forests, create jobs, and build communities, then please go to the link below and donate whatever you can. Until tomorrow, stay safe out there, wear a mask, get your vaccine, and remember, if you feel the need to brag on a dating app, keep it to misdemeanors. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.